Dish, 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 dish. I'm way up on it. I'm way up on it. Da, 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 beep, boo, doo, bow. Scooby doop, squab up, do. Scooby doop, sub up, dabba, hobba, hobby. Hobby, hobby, hobby. Hra, hra, hri, hri. Hello? Ooh, that's good. Hello. That's good. Hello. 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 Hi. <sighs> My Alexa's going to go off while we're doing this. That ain't cool. Oh, excuse me. Thank you. You got to get rid of that thing. What? Uh, the home assistant. Why? Because I think it's the creepiest thing. I just burped thing. in the mic just a little bit. I'm sorry. You did that last week too, but I didn't <laughs> right. actually record it. Thank the lard. That's disgusting. Listen, the one last week was like pushing out like bleh. And this one was just like a little quiet one that, you know, you just do in the back of your throat. Yeah. Did you blame one of your kids after you burped last week? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Pete. Yeah. That was something I feel like my mom did growing up. She would let out a disgusting, roaring belch. I hate that we're opening the show talking about this again, but she yeah. would let one go and then just yell one of our names and then think it was funny. We don't want to admit that we're just as disgusting as men with our belching and farting and being gross and stinky. Now you're talking about being a woman. I thought you were going to say parents don't want to admit, but yeah, sure. Well, what is a parent but a woman? Or a man. Well, everyone, I'm not saying embrace it because it is one of the most mm, disappointing things that I found in life that we're filthy animals. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to say embrace it, but there's no escaping it. We're all just gross, gross beasts, exhaust yeah. pipes, yeah, pushing out various gases from various <laughs> orify. Mm -mm. I don't know if that's the actual plural. I think it's, it's orifices. It is. Orifici. I think that's what it is. I want it to be orify. <laughs> that sounds like um, Wi-Fi and. Uh, oh, wait, I was going to say hi-fi. Yeah, it sounds like it's like if uh, Wi-Fi were also like hi-fi. Remember hi-fi buys? Yeah. I was like the rich person in Circuit City. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and the hi-fi buys, they were always in malls, right? Were they? And now they're all just like cell phone stores, like re repair stores now? I don't know. I mean, Hi-Fi Buys, I don't remember having any standalone stores. Maybe I don't they think did, they did. But they always had the bigger stores outside of the department stores. Those were the biggest. But the bigger stores in the mall. It's like, whoa. Oh, no. I'm thinking of like Circuit Cities, I think. Wait, no. I'm thinking of those little... I don't. I feel there was another kind of electronic store inside malls. And they all changed into like cell phone repair stores. Uh, I don't know. I don't either. You're saying it was a specific. It seems like all of these types of stores that were in the mall somehow went out of business and then changed into cell phone repair stores. Yeah. I don't even know what's in a mall anymore. Uh, nothing. Just, you know, half dead people walking around. Do they still have those stands in the middle of the mall? Yes. And they still try and stop you. You're like, hey, baby, come here, baby. You need lotion for your face, baby. I feel like my grandmother worked at one of those, like started her own. There were the, at some, I don't know what this What'd was. What'd she sell? Beer steins from Germany. Did she import them? Yeah. She had the hookup. She what? was German. <laughs> yeah, but just because you're of a nationality doesn't mean you have the hookup for something. Yeah. Like if we went to Germany and then said, I got the inside scoop on American hot dogs. Yeah, we would. How? You you wouldn't have it now? You you write back a letter to your parents and say, give me some of those American hot dogs. Not enough to sell in a store. Look, maybe it was reparations because she was Jewish. Mm. And maybe the state, the German state had to send her beer steins. Sure. Maybe that's where she got them. I don't need the money. I want, I want a uh, product. I remember there was one time I went to visit someone who I'd met on a cruise ship, like when we were <laughs> 17 in Miami, 
and you know, I, we're kids, so obviously I'm going to the house where the parents live. And my mom gave me a beer stein to give as a gift. I was like, I don't want to give this. This is so weird. So I just left it in my bag and never gave it to them. Aw, I bet the parents would appreciate it. It's a weird thing. I mean, look, the fancy ones are hand-painted and they've yeah. got scenes. It's fine. I think it's a weird thing to just hear. Thanks for having our son stay at your place. No, I get it. You we don't want to go empty-handed. Well, yeah, but there's probably other things you could have sent. I don't know what. Yeah, not a beer stein. Hebrew national. Yeah, because you got the inside scoop on American hot dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. That wouldn't be the case. Man, a hot dog. A Taco Bell would be good right now. Gross. You're disgusting. You're a disgusting person Look, who wants this, Taco Bell. This time during quarantine, when I've actually been eating at home more than I've ever eaten at home before in my life. Yeah. Um, I feel as though there's room, though, if you're going to eat out. Just go all out and do it for as, Taco Bell. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just make it as awful as you can. Mm. Go so to Taco why? Bell. So you don't even enjoy it, or you feel like it's delicious garbage? I think Taco Bell tastes fine. <sighs> it doesn't. It all tastes the same. Give me that mush taco <laughs> yeah. and that mush burrito. Disgusting. I want I want the mush beef taco and the mush beef burrito and the mush potato burrito and the mush chicken chalupa i like the crunchy fried chalupa thing oh those get mushy too if you let them sit for too long ew but then you know what like the the greasy stuff gets into the chalupa and turns it extra orange at the end does it yeah Yeah. you're right from the beef yeah the beef grease so i would get the beef chalupa and i would get the nachos with the little cheese on the side and then the itsy of sour cream it was like an it was the smallest container i think that one could purchase and i don't know why they're so stingy with the sour cream well sour cream's a commodity no yo yeah I, even at restaurants like at mexican restaurants if you want like a side of sour cream it's on your bill that's what i mean compared to the other ingredients it's not a cheap thing it's a commodity why hot sauce whatever we've we've got Million, Why is sal- million salsa, gallon tanks of hot sauce. Salsa is made with multiple ingredients. You would think that that would be something that they charge you for. It also has a longer shelf life, I bet. Salsa, depending if it's in a sealed jar. You can keep sour cream sealed, and if yeah. you let it sit for too long, it's still gross. It goes bad. Now you just scoop off the top layer of mold, and you're good. I mean, what is it? What is sour cream? You know what? Except delicious. Blows people's minds at Chipotle. Hmm. I see the reaction in people's eyes all the time. If I'm going to do sour cream, I forego the cheese. I feel like, eh, why not? Just cut some of the calories, get rid of one of the da- dairy things. Yeah. And you're going through the project production line and they ask, you want cheese? No, sour cream only. What? No, I feel like that makes sense. But this reaction they get. Yeah. Yeah, where they give. They give it to you on the side. They're like, he's going to want cheese. No, they don't <laughs> give it. The, the eyes widen. Mm-hmm. They light up. Jaws drop. What? No cheese? No, I don't want the cheese. I don't, Cheese, half the time, I like cheese, but I like eating it plain. I don't want it on things. Hmm. Even sandwiches. Oh, yeah, I, you take them off the sandwich. Yeah, because I want to taste the cheese. You can hear that in our sandwiches episode with the infamous Lucky Yates. Oh, did I bring it up in that? Sorry. Yeah. No, no don't be sorry. No, I'm repeating myself. How much time do you have left on this timer? So I want to start. Alexa, how long's left on the timer? Oh, 16 minutes left. All right. Well, we can start the show. Okay. And uh, I'm be, sorry. Be interrupted because why is the timer going off? Because I'm rising some dough, <laughs> some uh, chocolate. I think it's babka. The dough can sit. No, it has to be, ch- it has to chill for like an hour or something. Okay. So I have to rush it over. It'll take two seconds. I'll just throw it in the fridge. I've already made the sauce ahead of time, so I wasn't. So what you're supposed to do is put it in the refrigerator and then make the sauce. But I've made the sauce ahead of time, and now all I have to do is just throw it in the fridge, the dough. I stopped baking. Yeah, because you saw that everybody else was baking. Yeah, it made you, you feel look. You were baking before, so you can continue. But okay, everyone, thank you for your permission. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's me not judging you is what you get. It's not permission. Oh, okay. You can do whatever you want, but you're not going to get judgment. But everyone else has become a baker now. And I saw mm. this. I saw all the posts, all the blogs. Look at me. I've been wanting to. Do, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I uh, saw someone on Facebook post their picture of their sourdough. It was like, my first tempered sourdough. It was delicious. And it was it was a bowl, right? So it's like a ball of bread and it was so flat it was like the size of like a thick book when it's supposed to be this beautifully domed huge piece of aerated bread um and so so i looked through the comments and someone said like looks pretty flat (laughs) it was like but it was delicious and i am not that kind of baker like i don't care if it's delicious i'll say like well at least it was delicious and that's fine it tastes good, whatever. Who cares what it looks like? But when it's something, I don't know, when it's something about baking and bread especially, it's like it has to be right. And I don't, if it's if it's flat, it's not right. And I don't even want to look at it because it's. I've spent so much time like coddling temperature, figuring out this dough, and then for it not to turn out exactly the way I wanted, I get, it just is like a slap in the face. Well, you're trying to learn the trade. Yeah. And other people just throw their crap on the internet and want some approval for it. Well, they didn't get mine. They got my quiet judgment, my silent judgment. What's something people don't know if it's good or not? I mean, the majority, like cross wine. <laughs> no, there's plenty of people who are so invested in wine. You well, I know there's a lot of people, but they don't know really whether it's good or not. They look at the price. No, no, you don't want to come across those people who actually know will judge you. Okay. Cross stitching. I'm just thinking of something to take up. Oh, no one likes no one knows what good cross stitching is. Yes, you do. Because you have eyeballs and you can judge whether it looks good or not. What do you even use cross stitching for other than to make, you know, things to hang on the wall? Tchotchkes. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's like a little design on clothing originally. Okay. Okay. Maybe you would like cross stitch something. Oh, I bet you you would crotch crotch stitch cross stitch something and then you'd secure it all off and then you would cut around it just so like that backing would stay on and then you could like sew that onto a piece of clothing. I bet you that was the origin the originization of it. Mm, okay. Then maybe I don't want to do that. Yeah, either. that sounds lame. I think I'll just continue to sit around and do nothing. Okay, sounds good. And drink at seven o'clock. What time is it? Well, as we're recording this, it's past seven. It's 7.40, but I'll start later. Okay. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ, and uh, it's going to be hard to get into the show because I know that timer is coming. Yeah, I, it's like a, a a panther waiting, stalking us. You have this timer set because you're going to have to stop our show when we're deep in thought to go put some bread dough in a refrigerator. How much time is left? Alexa, how long's left on the timer? You just tell me what's on your two-hour 12 minutes. 12 right. minutes. We can kind of get into it. All right. I guess. Listen, um, if it goes off, we'll stop her from going off. You can keep talking. I'll run to the fridge. I'll be back. I don't want to keep talking. Just blah, blah, blah. I'm not listening anyway, so just keep talking. <laughs> That's true. I know that. You're just waiting for me to take a breath. Yeah, I'm just waiting to say what I want to say. I'm not really listening or playing off your ideas. So let me tell you about this amazing thing that happened the other day. No, I just, we don't actually play well together. I just said you're waiting for me to take a breath. And then I said, let me tell you about this amazing thing that happened. And that's, I took a breath and that's where you're supposed to jump in and start just talking about something else. But you didn't. I didn't know that. You didn't follow. I thought I was, I thought you were going to, this is what I thought you were going to do. I thought you were going to start talking, blah, 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 blah. And then I was going to be bored with what you were saying. Well, see, you drew an assumption. You're right. A conclusion. And you didn't actually wait to see what I was going to do. You just thought about what you would do. Yeah. So I did, I did the thing I was pretending that I don't do. This is, this, <laughs> this happening? is, are we going insane? No, this is why you're not cool. I'm sorry. <gasps> Which is going to be this week's topic. It's your week, Greg. Well, because you asked me the other day. And so I don't know, you know, this can go anywhere, this topic, wherever we want within the realm of coolness. But 
I'm starting it out because you asked the other day, am I cool? Did you ever think I was cool? And I thought about it and I think the answer is no. And I don't mean that as an insult. Obviously I've liked you for a very long time. So there's many, many (laughs) redeeming traits. Like there's a lot of great things about you, but I don't think there was ever a point in my life. I thought autumn's really cool. (laughs) So much of my life I've wanted to be cool. And I think that you can sense that. Really? I was like, wow, autumn just wants to be cool. And she plays it cool and she lets people walk all over her and dismiss her because she wants them to think that she's, you know, I'm just cool. I'm cool with it all. And I hope this doesn't sound mean about any of this because mm-hmm. I told you mm-hmm. there's a lot of great things about you. Uh-huh. And just because you're not cool doesn't mean that you're not a worthy human. So you're talking about two and we'll get into other all the cool things like what it what it means to be cool there's two ways that we're thinking of cool right now which is what you're saying where i want to act cool what that means to me what i'm doing is act like nothing phases me i'm not bothered i'm not going to cause any trouble i'm going to be down for whatever because i'm cool i'm chill no problem and that's one type of cool the cool i was asking you about if i'm cool is like my <laughs> I don't know what all I can think about is like a look of like looking cool oh fashionably cool maybe fashionably cool maybe also uh what I'm interested in or what I talk about well I'm fashionably def- cool my answer remains the same <laughs> oh I, I want to be cool so badly I'm just not cool you wear that t-shirt with all the boobs on it and, yeah, is that uh, dorky? You called me dorky. And you wear the t-shirt with all the great lakes names on it. Yeah. And which is look, it's fine. It's your thing. It's this is not negative. This is not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I don't dress cool. There is an inherent thing about you, Greg, that is cool. And I think it's that you're a little aloof. Um you have these like bursts of weirdness, which make you interesting, but you don't give a lot out to people. And so people want more from you. Whereas we, I am very much the opposite. I'm like, take all of me. I want to entertain you. Laugh at me. It'll be fun. We can get into that after your timer goes off. My coolness. And yeah, I'll, I'll expose the truth behind that. But uh, yeah, what is the desire? I mean, growing up, I guess. Cool is just the term that's thrown around. Like, I, I want to be cool. Is there something else you would like to be? Cool and popular go together usually. Is this oh no no no. No, I don't want to be. I don't want to be cool. Like, well, I'm just going back and trying to figure out where the desire for anyone, not just you, to be cool comes from. Like, because cool is the I. It's a thing. I just don't know when I was first introduced to it, mm-hmm. or why there's a desire because. People tend to like people who are cool. I I don't know. It just became this thing that permeates society that a lot of people strive for. And I don't even really even understand it. Why? I don't really either. I think what I want. All right. Well, like if I think about how I feel about you describing me, describing you as cool. Like I said, I feel like there's. There you're not giving a lot. Not to say that you don't give a lot, but initially you're not working hard to like get people on your side or with you. You don't care if they're with you or not. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a desirable trait. It so doesn't. Why is it, why is it? Yes, that's what I want. I want to be the person who says F you to every other person. Like it's mm-hmm. not a direct verbal F you. It's maybe a subtle F you. Maybe it's not even an F you, but it's like... I, Maybe F is too strong because that's showing that you do care. You think it's like, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even think about you. Yeah, that's cool, though. That is like that. That means like you don't need validation from someone else. You don't need you don't need to fit into a group um, to feel that like you have a place. You have your place. It's the place where you are because I'm cool or because you are cool. And I think that a lot of my. And maybe this is just like a personality type or maybe it's something from the way that I grew up or 
who knows? But I feel like a lot of a lot of the way that I see myself is by having that reflected off of others. So I think if I were all alone all the time, I don't know if I'd know who I am because I have no one there to like help me understand who I am. That sounds like you don't know who you are then. I think that might be true. <laughs> at any point. Yeah. I, yeah, because if you're basing it on what other people, I look, I get it. It's a difficult thing. I have no idea, for at least for the longest time, I didn't have any idea how other people viewed me. If you ask me, it's like, I have no clue. Yeah. I can't tell you. I know how I feel inside, and it feels uh, like I'm a gangly, awkward creature. And if someone was watching me move around, I'd kind of be, you know, half floating like a jellyfish aimlessly. And then, you know, also maybe like an octopus with tentacles, like my arms didn't. And my limbs just felt like they didn't move properly. In my mind, it's like I just would see myself on video or in pictures. I'm like, look, it just doesn't look right. Nothing looks right. Really? It looks like it all stands out. It's so different than the way other people move. Okay. And uh, yeah, so trying to gauge. None of that's real. I don't think any of that's real. Maybe. My posture could use a little bit of work. Yeah, everyone's. Need one of those braces that people put on their back yeah or like those weird little things that they stick in the middle of your back and all of a sudden your back is straight i don't know what that is yeah but this bringing up posture is besides the point okay like that's not what posture is not what makes you cool no, that's well no i'm just saying the way i would look at myself i wasn't like what bad posture it was right like, just, it's like wow so you know there is this point that i got somehow where people like hmm, seems pretty cool no not at all but again, I can't get into that because I this looming timer, <laughs> which is not cool. Oh man! Wait, how much? How much time's left? Alexa, how long's left on the timer? <sighs> Three minutes. No time to get into anything. No, I mean, okay, we can get into this. When I say you're not cool, I okay. just mean in the traditional sense. Um, obviously, you, even your baking—that's cool. <laughs> I don't feel like it's cool. Uh, baking's become cool. Yeah. And you were doing some baking before the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, that's true. I found out that I'm decent at following recipes and them turning out well. Here's when you're coolest, when you're doing the things. I didn't realize that people couldn't bake. I thought, like, this is not a skill. You're just reading and following directions. And then it turned out, like, oh, no, people have difficulty baking. Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I was saying you're coolest when you're doing the things that you actually like to do because you're not thinking about how is this going to appear to someone else. That's true. I don't, it's not like I, it's not like I do certain things so that other people will see it and then reflect onto me that I'm cool or that I reflect onto me anything. I don't do it for the purpose of that. I just think that I don't really know what it is until someone, until I see it through someone else's eyes. And I think, oh, okay, maybe this is seen as uncool or maybe this is seen as cool. Like I have trouble dressing myself sometimes. It's like, I don't know, just t-shirt and a, jeans. Oh, and then there are other times, like people, people have like a style. What is that? How do you find your style? Not to say that t-shirt and jeans isn't a style, but I don't know. And I'm also having trouble with like being a mom not in general. Like I like being a mom. It's fine. But I just mean like how I look. I don't want to look like a mom. And I just can't help it. I just look like a mom sometimes. Well, you are a mom. I know. I just don't want to look like a mom. <laughs> I just, I want someone to look at me and be like, oh, that's a person who that's, is a mom. Not like, look at that mom. That's like saying, if I lived in a dumpster. <laughs> I don't want to be a person that looks like he lives in a dumpster. I could take steps to offset that maybe uh, some people who lived in a dumpster wouldn't do. Like yeah. maybe I would brush my teeth often yeah. or comb my hair. Keep your clothes outside of the dumpster. But still, ultimately, people would say that guy looks like he lives in a dumpster at some point. So I'm yeah, just saying yeah. as a mom, and I'm sorry to compare being a mom to... <laughs> You know, yeah, that's a poor comparison. A grouch who lives in a yeah dumpster. Um, 
but the point remains, sometimes you can't escape it. I don't know. You have other things that require your attention. So yeah, you neglect yourself a bit. But, you know, amongst moms, you're probably a cooler mom. Thanks. <laughs> what are you striving for? Let me ask this. I think being cool is completely overrated. Yeah. And we just have to give the definition of, hold on, how much time's left on this? Alexa, how long's left on the timer? <laughs> 10 awesome. seconds. Nine, okay. 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Not cool. This is not cool. Any cool points going out the window right now? Interrupting our podcast for bread. Two seconds, she said. I'll be right back. Two seconds is all it will take. Should have set a timer on Alexa. Timer for two seconds. Okay, I'm back. Okay, welcome back. Thank you. How was it? It was good. It had risen a bit. I'm making a chocolate babka. It's an enriched dough, so it's really weird. It's different. It's fun. So it's coming out all right. Yep. It's going to chill in the fridge. Oh, shoot. Hold on. What? Oh, What's going on? This is unbelievable. Just continue talking, she says. I've lost all train of thought. Okay, now I'm definitely back. What time are you going to be able to go to sleep? I don't know. What time is it? Ah, it's almost eight. And what happens after the two hours? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think. It's in the fridge now. This I time. think now after that, it'll just be rolling it, shaping it, and baking it. So like maybe like 50 minutes after the two hours. So we're looking at 11. Okay. Well, anyway. anyway, trying to get back on the topic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The whole train of thought has been thrown off. Okay. You want to be cool. Yes. Now, when you say cool, I'm not thinking about like high school cool. We're like, look at that guy. He is. He is. Uh... All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm worried about the sound. Um, he's um, uh, he's someone who is um, be like a jock and he's cool. Like he's a cool guy. What I mean is the adult version of cool. Which is? I don't know. You? <laughs> I'm not cool. Your ex-girlfriends? My ex-girlfriends are cool. Yeah. Who? Jessica. She's cool? Yeah. How so? There's again, it's like it's a it's another thing where it's like they aren't like tap dancing for you. Not to say that they're cold, but there's something about them that's interesting and the fact that they're talking to you, you feel a little bit cooler because they don't seem like someone who gives just everyone the time of day or uh, all of their effort. I think what it really is, is that I give, I, I don't have a lot of boundaries sometimes. So when I'm like, when I'm interacting with people, just somebody at the Seven Eleven, I want the, the guy there to like, think that I'm really nice or like, that was a pleasant exchange. That's exactly why like, you're not cool. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think cool people don't do that. And I guess I kind of want to be cooler. But here's, here's the thing with this perceived coolness with me. It's all <laughs> bullshit. It was all a created. It was, it was created to offset a scared little boy who was uh, worried that other people were constantly judging him and would, you know, kick him to the curb. Not like people who love me, but... Mm -hmm. You know, growing up, I know that you don't want to focus on high school. Cool. But that's where it begins. You want to fit in. And I already told you my views of myself. It's like, I don't know. It's just I it don't feel like I fit in. It's awkward. I have these thoughts. And you know that sometimes when you have thoughts that are 
strange that other people don't know them, but it doesn't feel like that all the time. It can feel like everyone knows, everyone can see what's in my brain. My coolness was a whole creation to keep people from making fun of me, getting myself in a situation where Mm. I'd be embarrassed or ashamed. And it wasn't just, I didn't sit down and think about it. It is just the result of various mechanisms put into place to keep those things from happening, just to try to be as invisible as possible. And yes, look, along the way, I think maybe what offsets me, and I hate saying this because I don't think I'm cool, but what offset or set me apart from other people where that's pretty obvious was I was somewhat self-aware and then I would start throwing some of that out there. Like, well, he just said something that seems relatively vulnerable. So mm-hmm. therefore, you know, he isn't really hiding. I was like, yeah, I'm just hiding in plain sight is what I was doing. The whole thing. Here's 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 quite often. I have said things that are wrong. I'm mistaken. I mispronounce something. And people think I do it on purpose because they think I just will do things like that for the sake of doing it. Maybe I'm testing them. Like I didn't set out to make my existence confusing for other people <laughs> so that if I did something wrong, they think, oh, he's actually testing me. And then they say, ah, ha, ha, good one. When really I had made a mistake. But this is this is I'm bringing this up as a way to illustrate where this has gotten. There are really there are times when I just I'm so stupid and say something. and People think that I did it on purpose when I didn't. And I'm so I'm protected, though. I'm protected in that moment because the person doesn't know. And that was, at times, making it difficult for, meaning I got to that point by making it difficult for others to read me. Like, I don't know. I really don't know what he's thinking or what's going on. So you are putting something out in front of you for people to see so that if anything happens to that projection out in front of you, then... It's the projected version of you and not the true version of you. Sure. It's complete defense mechanism. If you don't care about things, you can't be hurt. It's like, I don't care about that. It's like, all right, well, I'm not going to go after him because what am I going to do? I can't do anything because he doesn't care. And I care. That's why I think coolness is bullshit. And I know that there's different things here. You're talking, you know, about style and stuff like that, too, which can get lumped I think that that goes into... having a better sense of who you are and then I don't know you find your style you know yeah I feel like I've become much cooler when I finally just put myself out there I was like yeah this is actually who I am and fire away what you realize is if you are comfortable with yourself and people do shoot at you even if they hit you it could still hurt but ultimately it's like okay I mean, there's a lot of me that is fine with myself. I mean, if someone tries to come after me and it's not real, I don't get super defensive over that. If I do get defensive, it really, it typically is because maybe they're a little bit right, you know? Um, But if it's definitely not right, then I'll be like, who cares? You know, like I really think that our show is really good. And then when you see a negative review, it doesn't really affect me because I think like, Oh, that's just not true. <laughs> you know, what they're saying is not true. And maybe for them it is true, but for me it is not. And so I don't get defensive. When they do give us a negative review and it's something that maybe I'm insecure about, then I'm like, oh, fuck them. <laughs> you know. See, when I see a negative review, I think, man, we're found out. Right. This person <laughs> is perceptive. They know what's really going on. They see through your uh, projected version of you. <laughs> well, I still, it's not projected anymore. Yeah. I'm not projecting like on this show, especially I'm not putting myself out there in any way other than I am. I'm not trying to be cool. So, look, if someone thinks I'm cool for whatever reason, uh, then OK, then maybe that's real. But again, it's such I feel like. Cool to begin with is not anything someone should strive for in the sense that society says it's desirable. And that's not what I mean. I'm not trying to be cool because society says you should be cool maybe what i'm maybe what i'm seeing in people who are cool is that 
they have a better sense of who they are. And maybe I have, maybe I'm having some sort of like midlife crisis. I guess. <laughs> no, I, I'd say that, but whatever people struggle with this their whole lives. So yeah, I don't I, want to assign think, it to that. I don't think it's like midlife crisis. I think it's that my kids have gotten, you know, they've aged out of that stage where you're constantly worried about whether they're going to kill themselves or not accidentally, you know, um, they're a little bit uh, easier to be on their own. You know, you can trust them a little bit more. And so maybe I'm starting to see myself and say, who is this person? Why do I look like this now? <laughs> what is, what, it, what are these clothes? Are they actually clothes that I want? Am I comfortable in these clothes? And then also, I guess that is fighting with feeling like I'm looking like a mom, which makes it look like that's all I am. And there are people who that is all they are and that's their choice. And maybe that's fine or maybe it's not. I don't know. But for me, it is not the only thing about me. And I want to make sure that that is seen for some reason. But I guess if I were actually cool, I wouldn't care. No, you would care for yourself. I think the definition of cool that is cold and uninterested. <laughs> it's not exactly. No, what I'm saying is this is the way people yeah. perceive. Like, that's bullshit. Uh -huh. That's not anything to strive for. You're right. And then when people actually, you know, as you get older and people say, I just stopped caring what other people thought. And I do think that comes into play. And that's probably when real coolness comes in. And maybe that's why people think when you're younger, cold and uninterested is cool. It's like, I'm just being, that person doesn't care what the other people think, but the person's not being anything. Okay. But they're just being, well, hold on. They're just being a person who doesn't care about things, which is not cool. That's like, you're not being yourself. You're just not, you're falsely not caring or it's, it's fabricated. Mm -hmm. Um, so what you're saying though, as a mom, we can just focus on parents. Yeah, it's a lot of work, right? Mm -hmm. So you get lost in it and you neglect yourself for a little bit. And then you look in the mirror and you say, what's happening? Who am I? What? Where did I go? Yeah. Or in, in your case, maybe you never even, knew, never even knew who you were fully. And, you know, wanting to figure that out and have an identity outside of being a parent. Yeah, maybe that's where coolness lives. It's your own. The coolness is, I don't know, I just want to be myself. And I am still important and I'm not just a mom. My identity is not this. So I want to figure out my identity and be true to myself. And there, therefore, then you can be cool. Maybe I'm feeling uncool right now, especially because I'm in the suburbs. Not to say that the suburbs are a bad place, but there's not a lot out there for me to do that's outside of parenting. You know, and so maybe that's why I can't because when I was in Zoffieville in Atlanta, Georgia, in living in Midtown, um, which is not cool, by the way. But uh, this apartment complex was an old. What do you mean? What's not cool? Midtown's not cool. Midtown's cool. It's no, a, it's gay Mecca. OK, fine. OK, the you yuppie just, you just part painted of me into some awful corner. <laughs> It's not what I was saying. The, I was thinking of those towers that overlook Piedmont Park. Oh, that's cool. No, but this was when all of those houses on like 12th, I think it was at 12th and yeah, down there, all of those little houses were still there. Now all of those are torn down and they're, they're building those big blue glass towers everywhere. So this was back when things still existed. Where you lived yeah. amongst those towers. That's cool. The reason I say the people in the towers aren't cool is because they're still trying to prove something to other people. Right. That's when they look at me. I live in the tower. Yeah. But then again, it's all subjective. Maybe that's what they wanted. Sure. To me, cool is, I don't know. I found this place with character and some age and there's culture and this is where I like living. Yeah. And that was really cool. I loved living there and I lived there, you know, before I had Ellie and we lived there for about a year no, about, we lived there for a year after she was born. So I was a mom there. I was a mom of an infant and a baby and a toddler. But I felt cool. I think because I had an identity there. I was, I had a bunch of friends that I lived around. You know, we went out in the courtyard and we 
had fun and we laughed and we drank and there were things to do that involved me that weren't just around parenting. And I mean, you can't do anything around here without it being like parents doing this, you know, like, oh, women going, you know, trying to get to get like, I'm tr- I tried to get a group of people to go and do something once a week. And they were like, well, maybe once a month. I can't do once. I'm like, Why? Can't you get out of the house? Can't someone help you? Like, are you the only person who can like get your kids teeth brushed and put them in bed? You're the only person who can do that. You can only go out once a month. So that's my frustrations. Like I, I want, I want to meet other people who are interested in leaving the house (laughs) and getting together and talking about other things besides like how their kids are doing. I'm interested in how their kids are doing, but I also want to like talk shit about someone and, and be, be gross with each other and it not be like, you know, oh, did you forget what it's like to be a person before you had kids and were married? Do you remember that person? Can we go back to that person a little bit? Maybe they didn't have identities. I don't want to, you know, make such a blanket statement for everyone, but maybe a lot of people, like I don't, my identity, their, their identities do become parent. The kids are extensions of them at that point and the kids can fill holes in their lives. And maybe you're just drowning in a sea of uncoolness and now you're starting to doubt yourself. Like, I don't know if I'm in the middle of this. There's no way I can be cool. Or it's made you question who you are. And you, you know, you said you ask other people to go out and do things and they say, no, well, I mean, okay, maybe once a month I can go do that. And you know, that's going to make you question the things you want. And like, I don't know, maybe I'm not cool. So, you know, overall, I know I said you aren't cool. But that was in the most traditional sense of the word. Sure. Of the cold and uninterested. See, I hate that. It, I hate that we started out with the cold. It does because that's ultimately what I think people think of when they're cool. And the progression know, but... here, it doesn't. Don't get caught up in that. All right. Don't, why, why, what's worrying you about that? I'm just setting that up. When I said, "No, you're not cool," I didn't mean it as an insult, but you were always, you know, this person. You said that I dance or something. <laughs> When he asked me if you're cool, I was like, no way. You do your weird little dances. It's like no cool person would do that. I know. But that's only, it depends on your perspective of cool. Like if you're looking at cool, which I really think what cool is, is you just being comfortable with yourself and who you are and doing the things you want to do. Then then I guess I'm cool. Yeah. I was, I keep bringing up the one definition because when I said no, it's, that's what it was falling into. I feel like. When I first, okay, when I first asked you about whether I was cool, I was thinking about people you know and what they look like and how they look cool. And I, when someone looks at me, I don't feel like I look cool. Well, the people who you're talking about, you know, some of my friends in Atlanta who, you know, their careers are in the art scene. And so mm-hmm. some of that is, but it, Here's the thing. None of that I feel is though fake or out of character for these people. It's like they've just figured out who they are and they fall into that. Like, I don't know. This is who I am. I am a person who has an asymmetrical haircut. And maybe you have to make the choice to do it in the first place. And maybe you're not comfortable when you're trying to figure all that stuff out. But as you get older and as we all get closer to 40, Like, (laughs) I think that the people who are still doing it, at least the people I'm friends with, it's like, yes, that fits who they are. But, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that's not who you are. It's not. Yeah. So that's okay. That's not the only definition of cool. You can be chic and stylish. And for some people that works for a lot of people who act like that, it's like, come on. Yeah. You are trying way too hard. Yeah. But there are some people that just fit. Yes. And, you know, for that, they're cool. But it's not a point of comparison for you. Like you thinking about, well, I'm not a person like that. It doesn't mean that you're not cool. I think what it is, I'm looking for something. And what I need to look for is me. <laughs> like I need to... 
it's not, I don't need to be looking for something specific or I don't need to look a certain way. I just need to be, I really do think that I, I think that those things, those, that those feelings of being uncool would change if I had more in my life, like more interactions outside of parenthood, you know? And I think that, I think that that would change how I feel. Even just like looking at my clothes and, you know, what I feel about my clothes. Maybe I would look like a mom, but I would also know that I just had a bunch of interactions and experiences that were outside of being a mom. And then I would know that I like, this is how I look right now, but it's like cool because I'm actually this. Okay. So it sounds like you've got to figure it out. I guess so. I mean, it's, but I have to put that into place and that's difficult to do here. Yeah. And we can get on the message boards. Oh, you do that already. Yeah. But all those people are all moms. <laughs> yeah, there are message boards you're already on. <sighs> that's on those message boards. I tried to get something together and they were like once a week. Well, what's something you could do that doesn't require face to face interaction that you enjoy? I'm just thinking of a way like, I don't know if there's some. No, but I can do all those things. I need, I'm a social, I, I want, I want interaction. I understand that. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking while you're though having difficulty finding people who want to do things that you want to do or have any interest in anything outside of their lame existence, which is empty and is one day going to leave them have, feeling they, like they wasted their lives. Um, <laughs> There's got to be some place somewhere with some people. And even if it's online with not, you know, creeps. I don't know. What else do you like to do? Well, I like baking. Mm -hmm. I like crochet. These are solitary activities for the most part. Yes. I like getting together. That's the thing. It has to be something where people get together. Okay. You know, it's not. Yeah. Well, especially right now, we can't do anything. Yeah, we're relearning. Yeah. We're going to have a virtual happy hour. I Cheers. know. Well, I uh, scheduled something with my, you know, friend Michelle and Anna. Uh, you know, Anna's in, is in Georgia and Michelle's in Tennessee. And uh, I mean, Chattanooga. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I got really afraid that Chattanooga wasn't in Tennessee. Okay. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm scheduling something with them next week for our virtual happy hour because I need the interaction. You know, I need it. I need to be with people who know me. What I would do, what I would like is if there were a service or something like those dating apps where you can match with other moms who are... <sighs> want to do other things bumble has a best friends thing yeah you can match with those other people to be friends with all right maybe i need to get on bumble yeah but then it's probably abused i don't know the way that one works i know abused? the way th i know the way the dating part works i'm gonna say dudes always abuse things yeah it's like, oh, yeah, of course I just want to be friends. Well, no, I wouldn't I hook wanna, up with a dude. I want to be friends. Yeah. Only friends. That's why I'm just here looking for a best friend. I'm not saying that you would. It's, I'm just <laughs> when I was just thinking about it. Yeah. Generalized terms. I feel like those uh, things are they really are always abused. Dudes find ways to fuck everything up because <laughs> they want to get laid. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's pathetic. It's the least cool thing. That's very uncool. It is uncool. And women can smell it on men. Yeah, and they ruin it for all men. Like people, maybe there would be a guy who just really wanted to be friends, and it just so happened that he matched with a woman, and like, we can be friends, but, you know, the other dudes do ruin it. But it's, it is hard. I think it's hard for men to try and be friends with women, especially like meeting new friends. Sure. Like, that's crazy. That's that's almost impossible. I mean, I guess it depends. I think reaching out on an app and meeting someone random. Yes, definitely. Yeah. If you. Uh, sorry, I felt a sneeze coming on again. Uh oh, Oh boy. COVID. 
you know, spread it. Get near me. Which you can't even sneeze. Sneezing's not even a symptom. I know. It's not even part of it. But I mean, if you sneeze the it it carries in all those droplets, and I understand why people don't want to be around someone who's sneezing, but I think there's a misconception. He sneezes has it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. People have to sneeze sometimes. If they sneeze politely, then leave them alone. Anyway, I forgot. Oh, I was just I don't know. Whatever. It was off topic. I was saying if it you know, if you met someone organically through work or something, then I'm sure you could drum up a friendship. I know, but then there's always, especially for women, there's always a suspicion that the man wants more and that you're afraid to really open up like you would in a real friendship to the dude because you're afraid you're going to give him mixed signals and then he's going to start to like you. This is one of the things that I think made people think I was cool. Yeah. I've turned down so much sex. (laughs) Like, nah, nah. And it is, it, it was for two reasons. One, it's to offset what other dudes do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for a wrong reason. Because that's just me trying to prove that I'm not something. And what is Which that? Which I am not. An animal? Yeah, well, I'm not another guy who's just so blatantly trying to get laid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go to the opposite extreme. I was like, no, but there's a desire to, you know, be close to someone and have sex. That exists. It doesn't need to... Have you turned down sex that you've actually wanted, but then we're making some sort of point by refusing it? At times, but there's been plenty of times. This is the other side of it is I am a person who's like, no, nah, I don't. I mean, for the we're drunk. This is it's been a long time since I've been in a situation like this, but it's like we're drunk and we could have a one night stand. But I no, it's like I don't enjoy any of that. So no. Or if there's someone I go on a date with and I like them. You know, back in the day and we ended up going back to my place or her place on Mm -hmm. a first date. Quite often, I wouldn't want to right away. I don't know. There was something for me. It wasn't this idea um, that I needed to prove. It was probably both. I mean, things aren't always this black and white. But, uh, you know, there was the part of me. It's like, I don't know. I like you. And I don't feel like like if we go out again and we continue to go out, there'll be plenty of time to have sex. Sure. I don't need to do it on this first date. And that would make her like you more. <laughs> I did have. I think quite often it it did. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my intended. Right. You weren't manipulating the person into liking you more by not uh, not having sex with them. Well, some people were offended, too. Really? Yeah. Some, what? It's like, I, that's nothing to do with you. <laughs> Stop taking it. I mean, sometimes that had to do with you, but I'm not going to see you again, so I don't care. But, you know, there's times you like someone and it goes well and then you don't and then they can't understand it. But, yeah, I guess an unintended result was, well, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, maybe maybe there is some coolness there because I was being myself. It's like I, This isn't the most important thing to me right now. Mm-hmm. And look, that's where it lives. You just have to figure out who you are and be yourself. Yeah, I'll work on it. I am working on myself. Yeah. You know who you are. You I do know. the the things that I said make you not cool are the things that make you cool. Hey. Do your stupid dances and Yeah. Describe me, please. Me describe you? No. I don't even <laughs> what, what does that mean? Tell me what you think about me. Like what do you see objectively? When? Now? Yeah. Back okay, in the sure. Day? What about back in the day? When we knew it like early on. Um yeah, I thought you were somewhat of a weirdo, which to me I liked. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, what a strange person. Why was I weird? I don't know. Because okay. you would do your weird things. Oh, okay. I would say you were a weirdo also, but it was because you would do those sounds. You'd be like super loud and crazy and you would make, and I liked that a lot. Yeah. What it, what I'm saying is there are things uniquely you. Okay. That you would do. And it's like, yes. Okay. That's you. That's cool. There are the parts that is, as I said, that, uh, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I felt like people would walk all over you and you'd let them because you didn't want to disrupt. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to be cool. Yeah. No, that's fine. Treat me like shit. That's not cool. <laughs> that's the least cool thing. Yeah. Look, I'm just so easy to get along with and I'm not going to create any problems or any trouble. It's hard for me to do that now. Yeah. It's hard for me to 
quote, cause trouble when I'm not really causing trouble, but I've established myself as someone who doesn't really speak up. And so when I do, it's like a little, I don't know. It seems like it's too much because I've just never done it. And I've trained the people around me to like be able to do that. That's the wrong definition of cool. Yeah. I just want people to think that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine with everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, you don't have to worry about me. I will net like I will never cause trouble. I will never. And w- even if that means uh, not sticking up for myself a little bit, I'll be like, I'll let it slide for a long time. Yeah. And then that was something I it didn't me think didn't make me think less of you. Yeah. I just. Uh, I mean, whatever. When we were younger, anyway, I was so wrapped up in my own self. <laughs> wasn't wasn't thinking too deeply about these things with you but I think back you weren't thinking deeply about me back then <laughs> no I can't say that uh, I mean it's deep as other people that I cared about mm-hmm. you're just trying to figure your own shit out mm-hmm. and you, you are pretty self-absorbed yeah. and it, people you know move out of that at different rates if they move out of it at all but um, yeah I was like, I don't know. Autumn's doing her thing. Sure. Let her do her thing. Okay. But yeah, we got along. I feel like we got to be ourselves with each other. Definitely. And those noises that you're saying mm-hmm. that I would make. But I even really do those out in public sometimes, I guess. There was a weird thing is that sometimes I did put on an act and be weird on purpose because I was weird. I felt weird. I would do things like make noises myself. I was like, man, if people really knew that this existed, they would think that guy's really strange and I don't know what to think of him. But then, as I said earlier, my whole coolness, I would take some of that and then put it out in the real world. Yeah. But it'd be exaggerated or something or whatever. Or I maybe it wasn't exaggerated. Maybe it was actually, I was holding back a bit. I was like, here's a little peek into this. And mm-hmm. then so then it gave people the impression that I was, oh, look, he's being weird, but he doesn't care. But it's like, I do care. I am deathly afraid you're going to find out who I really am. So I'm just going to give you this little bit. So maybe it throws you off the trail and you won't dig deeper. It's like, look, oh, he made some noises. Okay. I'm not going to ask any other questions about that. It's like, yeah, good. You'll never know what's really going on. So, man. Yeah. It's a lot. But it's fine. What about now? What do you mean? With me now? No, with me you? now. No, it's all about you. <laughs> this whole episode's about me being cool. I don't know. You're the same. <laughs> just the same i it's i think i feel like the things that we talked about are things that that you're exploring now mm-hmm. yourself and you know trying to improve yourself and you already know who you are like when we, we talked earlier it's like maybe you don't know who you are i think you know who you are just be who you are yeah and in, that stinks. You talk about your situation living in the suburbs. That's what I mean. I think I've lost the a little bit of the ability to like hold on to who I am because. You feel alone in it. You're like, oh, I'm going to be myself. Oh, well, no one around here is going to get that. So. Yeah. Then you become a little reserved and uh, you stop doing it. And then you don't know who you are. Yeah. Or you still know who you are. But you think that you can't be that person and you need to be someone else. And. Uh, well, because when I am myself. And sometimes around other moms or parents, like they don't get it or they think I'm like the wild one. Yeah, I can see that. And that that feels like. I'm sure a lot of those uptight parents. Well, they're just always around their kids or they're other they're around other parents who also don't who are also just around their kids. So like everyone is saying like potty, like I'm going to the potty or like. Instead of like, I'm going to the bathroom or something, you know, or weird little things where it's like they've forgotten what it was like before all of this happened. Maybe, but you don't know what those people were like before. So you can't say that. What they- I imagine is that they thought about that time is like, this is my time to be wild and to do all these crazy things and then I'll settle in I'll settle down I'll settle into being a parent and then I'll be just like my parents like uptight you know only thinking about the house and the family and the husband and the kid whatever and for me I want more of a balance than that I I don't think that I was so wild and crazy 
and thought like, this is my time to do it. Like, no, I still want to be that. I still want to do those things that I did, not the reckless things that I did before, but just. I hear you. I think you're thinking too much about the other people and what they did or who they are, what they're missing out on or how they've changed. Because they're not interacting with me in a way that I understand. Yeah, because they think that you're a weirdo. I'm sure that they do think that. And I don't mean that as an insult. Yeah. I've said that quite a bit. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I don't feel like you're insulting me. No, so I like it. you. I know. I, I, when we talk about these things, we're just talking openly. Yeah. But it's hard to fit in is what you're saying. So you just yes. need to find people where you can be yourself. And then you know, that, you know, the coolness is there. Not everyone's going to think you're cool. Yeah, that's okay. There's plenty of people who hate me. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And, and and whatever, for whatever reason, if people want to think that I'm overly negative, which, yes, I have the ability to be negative, but I also have this other side that is not negative and is actually pretty hopeful and positive. But people don't pick up on that for some reason. And that used to really bother me. And, you know, when you express things, especially with emotion, mm-hmm. it was like for me, I was like, some of it's uh, the negative stuff comes out more, but it's not all I am. Right. I also don't think I also don't really think it's negative. I think it's like I'm just stating something that's real. <laughs> and why is this so negative? Are you you so wrapped up in having to live this life? Everything's great and wonderful and you have genius. Man, shut up, okay? You're not cool. I don't think you're cool. It's fake. Wow, it's, see, wait, now now what you're doing right now feels negative. Well, it's not negative. Someone who has an inability to admit that a lot of life is shit, it's because I don't share the other side with most people. The side that, you know, sees the beauty in the world, which it's surely there, but that's mine. You don't, I'd still protect that from people like you who will shit all over it and ruin it for me. So maybe that's where I can, you know, stand to grow a bit more. It's like, all right, I'll put it out there and I won't care if that you, if you, shit on the things that I find to be positive. Mm, mm-hmm. But right now, you know, the negative thing probably is a leftover relic of, again, it's part of me, but it's like the part that I'll put out there. It was like, what are you going to do? You're going to come after me for stating something that's true and it's negative. Like I don't hold the negativity as dear as the positivity. So I protect that a bit more. Sure. So I don't put it out there, but interesting. the point that I was uh, making is, yeah, you have to become okay. Some people are not going to like you. A lot of people don't like me. A lot of people don't know me and they don't understand and fine. And maybe that's what a little bit makes you cool. <laughs> Is that not everybody, you're not totally and completely accessible to everyone. And so that adds like a little bit of a mystery or it adds a little bit of like being close to you means that you've given access to this person and not everybody gets that access. Yeah. And so maybe that makes you cool. Sure. I'll take it. Okay. Even though if someone writes a negative review, I'll still feel bad. Yeah. But it's only because they're right. <laughs> See, I feel <laughs> totally like they're wrong. They're just wrong. Our show is great. All right. Well, so there there you go. All right. You, I don't think you're completely lost. You just uh, feel maybe yeah. alone. Yeah. I do feel a little alone. Well, well, you've identified a problem. You can take steps. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Thanks for listening to One Topic. Please like and subscribe. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, please support Hoffandpepper.com. Uh, they're shipping out free uh, little mini bottles of hot sauce to anyone that you think would like it with every order. So uh, use our code One Topic 15 I know you'll hear the commercial after this, but I'm betting that you Stop listening before the commercial starts. So go do that, please. We'd really. Which, ap- sorry, I'm going to jump in. I'm sorry, sorry to break your train of thought. The reason the commercial's at the end is because <laughs> I don't want to open the show with it. And, and, you know, I appreciate Michelle and Hoff and Pepper and I want to support them and help them. But I know you're right. Putting it at the end, people probably stop listening. Just listen to the damn commercial. Also, I'll start putting it at the front of the show. And I know you can skip it, but then you lose, it's more of a an active thing that you have to do. So if you don't listen, it's going to be, maybe it'll be in the middle of the show. So you're saying you're doing it for the listener by yes. putting it at the end. So do us, a, uh, so you do uh, us return the favor by supporting our sponsor, hot, hoffandpepper.com. 
do it. Love you. Bye. I'm not cool. Hey, Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code one topic 15 Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. One topic 15 Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome.